0: Well, now, James, they've changed the regulations concerning the airboxes and the wings, and yet you're still extremely fast. How do you do it? Big balls. And welcome back to the hot lap. Alex, James, it was hot in Hungary. So hot, in fact, that, well, I tell you what, I'm sure the bookies had a good time. If you were a Ferrari fan, not a Rican fan, unfortunately, Alex...
1: Ah, what a fantastic race that was, being a Ferrari fan, obviously.
0: Well, let's be honest. I think even, for example, I say like even um, if Ricardo had won or whatever, I think you can't deny that that race was exciting as a a Formula 1 fan. I know, obviously, you're over the moon that your man won, but...
1: Obviously. I didn't really care elsewhere, (laughs) Uh, but um, you were actually... I I re-listened back to our podcast only earlier on um, for some information, and you were pretty much... You were hinting quite a lot that this could be a Ferrari circuit because yeah. I think of the heat.
0: Yeah, I said, um, I th- yeah, I think I said, I said something on the, on the lines of which surprisingly you didn't disagree with it. You said it's not going to be Ferrari's day. I said this is probably Ferrari's best chance That's since Monaco to, yep. uh, to actually legitimately win a, win a race.
1: Yes. So you really should have put some money down really, shouldn't you?
0: Oh uh, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, that would be like cheating on uh, that's cheating. That
1: is as far as I'm it concerned. It was, yeah. No, so you know, you you just predicted. I mean, I think we'd we'd recorded that after the first practice session, and I, and I wasn't too confident on Ferrari's pace.
0: Yeah, but let's be honest. I think even even on Sunday. Um, you probably thought Ferrari might give them be there or As if Mercedes make a mistake or, start, or something starts to go wrong. But you still felt that it's going to be Hamilton winning, Rosberg probably maybe end up finishing about 8-9 seconds behind, and then Ferrari maybe near Rosberg, maybe not. That's what I thought yeah. was going yeah. to happen. Yeah. After so, bit, but...
1: the first lap, what went through your head, bit obviously being a McLaren fan, but I'd imagine going through your head was, this is going to be a painful race, but... Um, when you saw the first lap and Ferrari got first and second, yep. Did was anything particular going through your mind at that stage, thinking how it was going to play out, or? I was know... excited.
0: I, I was like, just like um, I think at Silverstone, I was like, "Whoa, hey, this on now." Because I was quite confident, um, and, and actually, I was uh, correct, correctly confident in the fact that uh, Mercedes, in the hand of Lewis, anyway, at this race, was was comfortably far the fastest uh, car on the track he was faster than the Ferrari car so I thought we're on for a race now at least it's going to be exciting and interesting it's not going to be Lewis just rolling away kind of thing you know yeah. so uh, it was it wasn't the case of I'll go make a cup of tea get a biscuit get make a sandwich and stuff I didn't want to do that because it was exciting from the off and then about four or five corners later uh yeah anyway uh there you go <laughs>
1: yeah what, do you not want to mention what happened on well, four well, or five corners well,
0: later? I, I was. I, I mean, it was a brilliant start for Vettel. Got a, got a good start. Yeah, but I think I think um, the man of the first lap, the man of the start, anyway, for me had to be Raikkonen because he um, he basically got by both Mercedes, but he didn't get as good a start as as Vettel. Vettel was pretty much off in the clear after the first turn, wasn't he? He really yeah. had to fight. Um, he really had to fight and put himself and his car at some risk um, to get that second place which he did and that was very much the old Raikkonen always you know back again wasn't it
1: yeah I for me
0: um,
1: it was to me it was a kind of I'll be honest um, I think I mentioned to you it was one of those races which I haven't experienced in a long time where I wanted to turn over because I was so nervous
0: (laughs) I, I know what you mean. Back in the day, being a Coulthard fan, it only happened thirteen times, I think.
1: Uh, thirteen. Whenever,
0: yeah, but whenever he was in the lead, I couldn't sit down. Of course,
1: how many seasons?
0: Uh, one. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, you know what? I think I've got what you've got. Every now and then, I get some deja vu. No. Uh, I did. From nineteen ninety four to two thousand and eight, wasn't it? So quite a few seasons. Mm. Quite a few. Um, but yeah, and every time he got in the lead, I was so nervous uh, that I couldn't sit down. I remember yeah. like the British Grand Prix ninety nine. Uh, I couldn't sit down once he got the lead. Um, and all, all other races, you know, I was like, oh, no, because it all seemed to go wrong for him. Uh, um, I remember, like, in 97, in Canada 97, it looked like he was going to beat Schumacher with his one stop. He came in, and there was something wrong with wrong with the engine. His car stalled in the pits. I was nearly in tears. Uh, that's the rest of the race. that Olivier Panis broke his leg. Oh. I think he stopped it early. But, yeah, such a, such a big shame. So I can completely understand. You were like, Ferrari don't often win. And, oh, my God, that is the dream start. It can really only get worse from here. You probably yeah. thought, I imagine, yeah?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a number of sort of different scenarios that go through your head, isn't there? Yes. Which is, is Kimi going to back, back up the pack to allow Vettel to go ahead? Is this just a, well, it's only going to be a matter of time and they'll be all over them. Is this going to be a bit of a Williams where you kind of shoot yourself in the foot when it comes to pit stops and team orders? And, and... But then part of me was going, oh, this is hungry and it's really notorious to to pass on. Could we be looking at something special here? But I kept just telling myself, and whether or not all other F1 fans keep thinking it, is it's only going to be a matter of time yeah, before I mean, Lewis or Rosberg are ahead of them.
0: Uh, OK, and I know you don't like Lewis. And I understand that. So you've got, you've got both Ferraris in the lead. Were hmm. you happy... That Lewis, that went Lewis. it was Lewis that made the mistake, and not Rosberg, that make you a that bit more comfortable or not? I did make a difference, yeah. difference at all. Yeah, yeah. when
1: when yeah. he went off or uh, at the chicane and went straight on, mm-hmm. um, it, uh, it, there was still a, there's that's the problem. The, the Mercedes are so quick that you can still think that, despite falling down to. I don't know, 12th or 13th, they could actually still win the race, providing the weather doesn't suddenly change or something drastic happens. There's still that chance that they can come back and still win. So to me, when Lewis went off, there to me, there was still that chance that there was still going to potentially be a Mercedes win. More likely Nico, but you could never count out Lewis just because of the performance of that car.
0: Yeah and I still think um you got the safety car the safety car comes in towards the end of the race I still think for me at that point Lewis was second favorite to win the race after Vettel because yeah. I still felt okay he could probably get by his, team, his teammate Rosberg because he he, he can do that and he's done he's done that he has done that before yeah um and obviously and then he is in a faster car than Sebastian Sebastian Vettel, so obviously, uh, as we later found, he completely ruined his chances, didn't he? Um, yeah, ridiculously so against Daniel Ricciardo. And funnily enough, that that accident with Ricciardo that kind of put a halt on Ricciardo's chances of uh, pa- passing Vettel. Now, I don't know whether he would he would have passed Vettel um, because I I, th- I think I I almost think Vettel may well have been on the mindset of. I'm going to win this race or I'm going to end up in the barrier kind of thing. Because, let's be honest, he's unlikely to win the championship at this point. Uh, But a win is going to be that much more important.
1: Yeah. So, So. moving on slightly to Lewis. Uh, Yes. And his manner of driving throughout the race. One word to describe it. Um, How do I put this? Do you feel that when Lewis is out front and passing back markers, he's a completely different driver? And when he's having to fight his way back up the field, he's more aggressive and more likely to... How do I put this? He, he, he's not the cleanest of drivers, and it's not the first time. Uh, back in, you'll probably be better with dates than I, I am. I remember
0: Hockenheim last year, wasn't it, when he had to come back through, and he ended up chipping his front wing off and having all sorts of That's problems. wasn't
1: it. Isn't it? Yeah. And then I'm also thinking of, was it Spa in 2000 when he was at McLaren?
0: Oh, he came back, though. So he ended up having a coming together with uh, Kobe Ashley, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah. He, he's... It's almost... And, and I appreciate I'm only just picking a small number of Grand Prix's out of his vast tally that he's been in, but... Do we not... Or, as a Lewis fan... How would you describe his driving when he has to fight through the field like Hungary the other week?
0: OK, I mean, he's very much like Ayrton Senna, uh, sort of like Michael Schumacher in terms of, I think you're quite right, Lewis can, can in that, in how that car...
1: You. How, how dare <laughs> you compare Lewis to Michael, go on.
0: But in that car, he's one of those drivers where he could probably fall back to 7th or 8th, and you think, OK, you know, if he's got the car, he's still a threat to win the race. Um, you know, like Michael Schumacher can come through, Ayrton Senna can come through, but a lot more like Ayrton, I think Lewis he does come through and he will he will pull off the move if he thinks he'll go for it or if there's half a chance he will pull it off. A lot of the, I'd probably say a lot of the time he he will end up making that move and it, and and it sticks. However, they're the kind of moves that if they do go wrong, you will end up looking like really stupid, like it's your first or second race in Formula One, you know. Um, and yeah. that's and that's the danger. That's the danger he has. It's a case of he can pull off these dunning moves. But it, it is—it's one of those—it's one of those risks he takes, and this was the race that it seemed to be. Every move, a lot of the moves he pulled off were very, very near the mark. Even the Ricardo one, and it just looked—it ultimately looked really, really silly from the Ricardo one, and then from going off, obviously against Rosberg. That was the beginning of the race. I mean, that was almost impetulant, really, uh, petulant, wasn't it? He was just being so impatient, and I think he panicked too much, um, far too much at the beginning of the race, which obviously cause that butterfly effect, um, ultimately, uh, I, mean, I mean, that's what I think, he's, he's a very, very talented, and I think, uh, more so than maybe a Sebastian Vettel, he can fight through the pack, but, uh, once again, I'm repeating myself, I know, it's those risks, it's those risks he takes, which can make him come off looking like a superstar, or looking very, very stupid, and there doesn't seem to be a middle ground with him. Yeah. You know?
1: Would you describe his drive in, um, in Hungary as amateur?
0: Oh not, or would you not no. go as far as I would I would describe it almost as it was it was it was a bit amateurish. To be honest, more so the the going off on the first lap than actually with the with the Ricardo thing. With the Ricardo thing, he was a bit silly, and then I think he realised that he might have made a mistake and he, he kind of just understood. there's nothing he can do once he'd committed himself at that point. he just understood into Ricardo, which is a rookie, rookie, really rookie error. But the worst error I think was made on that on that first lap. However, um, not meaning to change the subject, I still, for me, Lewis still did a better job than Rosberg. Not because he finished ahead. I mean, you got Rosberg here in the fastest car, who could not match the Ferraris. He could not match Kimi Räikkönen, and yet, and he made the same mistake. Um, which basically gave him the punch on Ricardo. Ricardo did a si- kind of a silly move to pass him. Well, didn't he towards the end of the race? But Rosberg yeah. made the same mistake that he made in Belgium when he cut back up back in front too soon, cl- and obviously um, you know clipped his clipped his back tire, which g- which which obviously uh, you know g- gave him g- gave him a puncture. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, but it was it was a very similar incident to, uh, to 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 Belgium, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Obviously, obviously. Yeah.
0: With with him not quite being the victim, but he just cut across, and I, you know I didn't quite understand what was going on there. A bit silly, but there you go. Um, and so for me, Rosberg is definitely more of the loser than Lewis Hamilton because he lost the points and he lost an opportunity to let's be honest, not only potentially lead but to potentially lead the championship, if not make up a huge amount of points on Lewis. And I think he's the biggest loser today, even though Lewis Hamilton arguably we could argue looked the biggest amateur. The biggest loser for me was Rossberg, but completely thrown away
1: that yeah.
0: open goal. Yeah, I don't know how you. I don't know what you feel.
1: Yeah, he just needed to calm down a bit. He, he's. We're talking Lewis, or talking Nico. Well,
0: either, either. I mean, you're saying Lewis. Lewis needed. A, Lewis,
1: needed yes. to, Lewis really needed to just calm down, and just accept the fact that he's got a far. He's got a, a faster car, and um, make his way through the grid and just bag the points and not try and get himself up with Nico. Um, And Nico really only could have... The problem with Nico is he's desperate to get as many points as possible so he was never going to settle, was he? No. Um, And he was always going to push it just to get those extra... Yeah,
0: he was. Because, because you
1: know, come the end of the season... Yeah, the end of the season you need five points to win the championship or something. He's going to want to get that goes as early as possible
0: Yeah but now if he loses it by about 3 or 4 points you could potentially, I know you lose a race over a championship but it's going to be races like this which he comes back to saying yeah that was a bit silly of me but yeah you you, you are right at the time he probably probably wanted the maximum result, he thought okay safety car out, I've got a chance of winning this uh, and, yeah. and yeah, and obviously blew it. Very, very, very similar yeah. to Lewis. But I, I think he, at that point, he did have a lot more to lose after the first lap. And I was really, really disappointed that he, unlike Lewis, he was no match for the Ferraris. Lewis Hamilton, I, I mean, he was. I, I want to say he was comfortably quicker uh, than, for example, Sebastian Vettel. Um, I don't, uh, and, I, and I think. It would have been interesting. It, I don't think he would have won without the safety car. Had a chance of winning, obviously, without without the safety car. But um, once again, though, Sebastian Vettel he he was pacing himself. I think he knew yeah. Räikkönen was behind him. Potentially, we didn't we don't know how fast Sebastian Vettel could have gone. Uh, and I and Räikkönen disappointed me a tiny bit. He, I mean, Räikkönen really wasn't that close to Sebastian Vettel coming the pit stops. He was there or thereabouts, but he really wasn't in a position to threaten him, which is good for Ferrari, but. Not really good for Kimi Raikkonen.
1: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It 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 was just it was. I think Mercedes probably went away from Hungary feeling that was such an awful wasted weekend. Yeah, it was for both. It, but I don't. But, but it wasn't down to Mercedes messing that up. I don't think. I think it was.
0: They're, Unfortunately, they're the
1: blame goes to the drivers for that one.
0: Yeah, and, and obviously, well done, well done. We didn't really see much of him. I mean, it was a lights to flag victory for Sebastian. Uh, um, I think he, he did have a bit of pressure from Rosberg uh, towards toward the end of the lap. But even, even when Rosberg had that chance, he, he just couldn't match. It was there, thereabouts, but he did never really try to overtake Vettel at all. I mean, but you kind of felt that Vettel, really, from, from the first lap after getting the lead, had that race in control, didn't he?
1: yeah exactly yeah well what what can I say it's uh their last Ferrari's game
0: yeah two red Bulls in the podium, keviat's first podium and Ricardo, who I thought really deserved second after Raikkonen went out um yeah, I don't think that incident was ricardo's fault but uh, but, but there you go uh good, really good from red Bull, this was a track where you you quite rightly said Red Bull would potentially you know going to shine, and they did.
1: I did I did think that they might do quite well. Um, still a bit unsure about Christian Horner's comment, which I think came out this week, which said that he now believes that they, his two drivers are on top of their game uh, in regards to driving. I'm not sure about that. Just because you have one race where you finish second and third doesn't make everything right. And I still have my... Suspicions whether or not Kvyat is a driver for Red Bull.
0: Yeah, whether he's the real deal, I, I completely agree. I mean, yeah, and I know Horner's response. It, he's right to say it because you know his team. He wants to big he wants to big up his drivers, but surely yeah. that's almost akin. I'm exa- I'm exaggerating somewhat. That's almost akin to McLaren saying, "Okay, we clearly we finished fifth and ninth. We are now the fourth fastest car." Yeah, You know what I mean, yeah, it's like no. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. So, but yeah, no, they've, I think we anticipated it's not a power circuit. Um, The chassis is not that bad on the, on the Red Bull and, you know, it, it paid off for them in the end. Obviously granted, you know, some people made mistakes, meaning that they could jump ahead of quite a few people. But, um, you know, second and third, you would not have put that down. That was another gamble. You'd never put that down.
0: I know, I know, I know, and I think Mercedes, if they finish one both on the podium again uh, at this race, it would have been like a record or something. I think they would have broken, which they didn't do in the end.
1: Yeah, yeah. first, um, first, first win for Vettel at that circuit.
0: Yes, but yeah, which is quite unusual, really. I mean, you've looked. I mean, the the greats. I don't, well, not the great, but Lewis Hamilton. Um, uh, Alonso's won and Schumacher also was very good at this circuit. I'm pretty sure Senna's won as well. I mean, so you, I mean, you look at the list of people that have, won, that have won. It's almost fairly unusual to not to not have Sebastian Vettel as a winner at this circuit. I mean, you know, that's that, if I'd asked you has Sebastian Vettel won Hungary, most people would have said, yeah, of course.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you would have. You would have. It. I mean, I'm. I can't. Unfortunately, I can't remember the exact amount of circuits he's not won at. But um, you know, given how many times he's raced there, it was obviously a pretty bogus circuit for him. Uh, And um, yeah, but then it doesn't. You know, stats don't necessarily mean everything. And you know, he, he over the years it's just never come together for him. But in this case, it has.
0: Yeah, I mean, they said, for example, Sebastian Vettel. I think it's forty-one victories he has now, so he's equaled or matched less than Senna and nine less races, um, which is obviously very, very good for him. But as he says, stats. I mean, when we look at them, we know for a fact Senna, for a lot, a lot, you know, didn't always have the best car. Sebastian Vettel uh, had the best car for pretty much most of his career so far. It's you know a very yeah. good car. Um, so, so yeah, you're right about about. I mean, the stats can make anything sound bizarre. Because now, when you look at complete point point scores, the amount of points per career, now you get twenty five. People are just jumping over everyone. Um, exactly. Uh, pole positions and race wins, as well as another thing. Because back in the day, when you you know the most we had for many many years was about sixteen world champions. Now we now we've been added consistently three more.
1: Yeah. No, you are
0: right. Yeah, and in the days of Jim Clark, uh, Fangio, there are even less races a year. So exactly. But 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 there you go. Um, what did, I mean? Toro Rosso, Max Verstappen fourth, uh, not bad. Yeah, but then again, I still, I still think that he's overhyped. This is something you and I were talking about the last podcast, and I, I sound, I feel like a bit of an arse saying that, and and, and almost like I'm being a bit mean. And it's a bit like you know, uh, people might accuse me of or, or us of not liking Max Verstappen. I do, but I still think he's a bit overhyped.
1: Can I just say, but what an ass. Well, thank um, you very much. No worries. Um, yeah, I I feel bad that I'm going against what seems to be the general consensus of I, I don't know the press or what other sort of fans think about him. When I say I'm not quite sure what the fuss is, and still to you know, don't get me wrong. I think the Toro Rosso is actually not a bad car. I think it's probably it's almost on par with a Toro uh with a Red Bull. I think, yeah. but um, I, I just what annoys me I think is people jump on a bandwagon so early on in a career. Yeah, um, and I just think people should just take it a bit easy with you know because we've discussed it before. There's so many drivers that were tipped to be, you know, Kobe Ash. I think was. T-
0: still you were basically saying about about um, Kobayashi was was one of these was one of these people one of these up and coming drivers where, that we're all getting quite excited about
1: yeah so kobayashi was one of those and it didn't happen and i still think the hype around max is um, you know slightly exaggerated
0: it was and uh, well let, let, let me say one thing for example uh, another example would be sergio perez I know that sounds harsh, but
1: uh, what that he was a hype that didn't go anywhere.
0: Well, yeah. Do you remember? I mean, in in his Sauber, he nearly won the Malaysian Grand Prix by nearly beating Fernando Alonso, or being yeah. you know being there thereabouts. And then after that, it were you know after that first season of Sauber, he's never he hasn't quite really matched the headlines he made, has he? Uh,
1: no, no. There will be plenty of those. Let's be honest.
0: Yeah, there were. I mean, and I think, and I honestly think that McLaren, when they hired him, they thought, okay, we have the next Hamilton. This guy's going to beat Jensen, and he didn't. I mean, Jensen ended up beating. Jensen ended up faring very comfortably against Paris, and I think McLaren were disappointed. I mean, it, ma- it makes you wonder how highly they actually rate Jensen. But um, yeah, which which was obviously unfortunate. But there you go. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, looking looking at that, we've also got uh, Fernando Alonso fifth uh, and uh, Jensen Button ninth. Really, really good for McLaren. It was because of the race, uh, but their their car did seem happier here than, for example, at, um, at some other races we've had previously.
1: Yeah, I I think um, they were saying that they had uh, put everything was pretty much running at a hundred percent for uh, McLaren now.
0: Which is still quite worrying.
1: Well, it, I suppose it is for a McLaren fan that you're still a good couple of seconds off the pace.
0: Yeah, I mean, Fernando Alonso still finished 49 seconds off the pace, and this is despite the fact that there was a safety car.
1: Yeah. Um, but, you know, he gave some of the drivers a good run for their money.
0: There's hope. I mean, I mean, when you look at the fact that in Australia they were just happy to beat a Mauritia, who obviously weren't even there, you know. Uh, having the back of the thing it's, uh, it's promising but this is McLaren I mean if this was Jordan we'd be like yeah it's looking promising this is McLaren Honda it's still disappointing but yeah I mean things are looking up-ish
1: yeah you just got to keep thinking that to yourself
0: <laughs> um, Sauber for uh, I mean obviously Roman Grosjean 7th in the Lotus uh, can't, I, I can't have a missed opportunity almost for Lotus really they could yeah. score some points I-
1: yeah you you would have probably said wouldn't you there um come a, a a race where you are looking at a very mixed up grid when you think of mixed up um sorry mixed up races and mixed up results you don't you think well you're going to see a, a a lotus in there at like 5th or something like that yeah and then you see them down the bottom and then you think oh Okay, what happened there? A bit like Sauber, really.
0: (laughs) Yes, who finished, obviously, at the top Sauber was 10th. Marcus Herrickson. Rosberg obviously finished 8th. Lewis Sick, we discussed them. Um, 11th, uh, Felipe Nazo and the other Sauber. Okay, Uh, almost another, yeah, as you said, another lost opportunity. But 12th and 13th, Williams Mercedes. What the hell was going on there? We knew they might not have liked Hungary, but when you've got people like Sauber, Lotus, McLaren ahead of them, uh, that shouldn't have happened, should it?
1: Do you know what? I, I, part of me thinks I was expecting that.
0: Well, but they started eighth and sixth, sixth, sixth and eighth on the grid. They had pace around this track. I mean, the fact that they, not one of them scored points, shows you that something went really, really wrong. and, and you can't blame it on the car because that car did have pace to be in the top 10 and other cars that should be behind them, beat them.
1: But, it's the same with um, Monaco, wasn't it? Because Monaco is that sort of short, tight, uh, difficult to pass circuit, it and was. we're kind of looking at again. this pretty much the same kind of thing. And yeah, okay, in qualifying, you know, they weren't too bad, but it, it's just it is quite strange how you have a team who can lead a Grand Prix in one in one race weekend like Silverstone and yeah. be on it, and then in the next they're just nowhere.
0: No, I guess I guess we're going to have to see. I mean, Belgium could be quite interesting because it's quite a mix of fast a lot of fast corners and, and long straights, which I imagine they might do quite well at. But we'll yeah. have to see. Um, but <laughs> 14th, uh, Pastor Maldonado. Three, was it three penalties or something he had?
1: Three penalties. And oh. we believe one was for taking a penalty that, and it was for speeding in the pit lane and then he got a penalty for speeding in the pit lane because of his penalty.
0: That's brilliant, isn't it? Or well, something
1: along those lines, wasn't it? It was.
0: It was something. I don't know. What, what haven't we said about this guy other than the fact that I think we we continue to be amazed that he's still employed. Yeah. Uh, well, we we
1: briefly discussed it the other day. Um, you might be able to recollect what you said, but I'm I'm going down the lines again of. At what point do Renault say this is an embarrassment for our team? We're just constantly ridiculed for employing this driver, and you've got team personnel, like in any company, going, "He humiliates us. We can't have him <laughs> working for us."
0: No, I no, completely agree. Yeah, there has to come a point, and I wonder if you know the rumours are true that Renault do buy Lotus. Yeah. Again, let's say I cannot see Pastor Maldonado being in their team.
1: No, for next year. We, we all know he's there for um, money reasons, and if Renault do decide to buy out, then they're not going to be as financially strapped as they previously have been.
0: Yeah, and, and I think I think they'll probably keep Grosjean. I mean, hey, Renault and he's French. Bonus, really, isn't it? And, yeah, and he's not. You know, he's not a bad driver now. Um, but yeah, I mean, they'll be they would be the laughingstock if they decided to keep Maldonado. But there you go. Yeah. Um, Mauricio finished fifteenth and sixteenth. Mary, uh, Will Stevens out. Mary obviously finished ahead of Will. Will, will, will was, uh, uh, I, th- I think, three or four laps down. It went out with suspension around lap sixty-five. Then retired. Carlos Sainz Jr. Raikkonen retired unfortunately with a power unit failure. Sergio Perez out uh, and Nico Hulkenberg out with that really bizarre accident. The front wing just uh, he got he destroyed. His front wing and he just carried on going forward.
1: Yeah. Um, Uh, But that we saw something similar to Perez, didn't we? In in the first practice practice session, didn't we, yeah. Yeah. Um, And Ferrari had something similar as well. Yes. uh, Which immediately sort of made those curbs really bad. Uh, But no one's really sort of come out and said
0: what or why
1: these things happened, I don't believe.
0: No, but we never... Did we really find out... Do you remember that that year at Silverstone that all the tyres were blowing up? Yeah. We never really found out... uh, they never really said, this is the reason. There was all these, it's because of Pirelli's tyres, and then they thought because it was the kerb at a particular time, but there wasn't... I can't, I, I, I can't really remember them saying it was definitely this. Yeah. 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 Um, but then again, yeah. it, it, it was happening, I don't know, it was happening to the Sauber. Just to the Sauber. So uh, who was your man of the race?
1: Oh, oh. It's a difficult one, isn't it? I'd probably say... Lewis
0: oh, he's probably troll. not you're my troll. man of the race. Oh, very good.
1: Um, I'd probably have to say, uh, Vettel. Oh,
0: you see, I was going to say Vettel as well, but yeah, in, in the guise of trying to say, I agree. Vettel. Absolutely. But I do think, uh, Danny Ricardo, uh, who was your tip for second. Uh, I think also for me then, uh, should get a nomination of the race, so, so that means both of them are fairly nominated. Because I think, I think he should have probably finished second, and he, he did do a good job. He did do a good job towards the end. He, I mean, he started on the grid. He started fourth, which I think is the highest. It's the highest this year as well. And as I said, he would have finished ahead of his teammate had it not been obviously for that unfortunate incident. I think with, uh, with 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 Rosberg and Lewis. Yeah. Um. So and and he was. I think. I I think. Um. He wasn't. He was a race. He was a contender for winning the race um, after the safety car period, potentially, uh, with with, it, with his pace. So because he was on the, the faster tyres as well, I think where Sebastian Vettel wasn't. Alas, it never happened. But there you go. Yeah, uh, but I do agree with Sebastian Vettel as well. Um, obviously, a man of the race. He won it. He had the race under control. Rosberg was pressurising him, but he, he never he never really put a foot wrong. Uh, and it was that you know it was the start. And, and and everything else, and it could have been so easy to make a mistake uh, after when the safety car pulled out, knowing that he was initially going to be under a lot of pressure.
1: Yeah, yeah, Uh difficult for you, I'm sure, to say that Seb was your man.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I said, I, I said, a massive, massive mention though for for, for 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 me. They're they're both they're both men of the race. I think standing standing on that top step. Um, so I, I mean, there you go. Uh, my big dummy of the race, so it really has to be potentially. I think Lewis and obviously Rosberg, the two Mercedes, row one for Lewis for making those amateur mistakes, yeah. And one for Rosberg throwing, throwing potentially throwing away, you know, a, a race where he could look back if he loses the championship and said that's if it came down to one race, this might have been the one.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't put them on the same level.
0: I, you, you felt Lewis did worse. Yeah, fair enough. I, hey, uh, I, I can't. I can't really disagree with that because he did. It, it, really, it really was, it really was amateur hour out there uh, for, for, for him on, on on a few of those things. But he had the pace. Where for me, he had the pace, and he was doing silly things. Rosberg was really no, nowhere, whatever, yeah. you know, absolutely. But but there you go. That was the Hungarian Grand Prix of 2015. So. Onwards uh, to, uh, it's the pretty much almost the middle of the season. We've, we've got this one big break. So Alex and I, we figured we'd, we'd, we'd do something fairly cliche, fairly cheesy, which I think is something that Sky have done as well and many other, many other people. have. Because no one else has got
1: anything to talk about at the moment.
0: No, no, they don't, do they, really? Um, rate, rate the uh, teams or drivers out of 10. Yeah. I mean, obviously, let's start with Mercedes first okay okay i uh, i i mean you know a number lewis hamilton for me he gets uh he gets a he's leaving the championship he's won the most races he did have a very silly race in hungary um he got screwed out of the monaco victory I, I i feel but then again he could have said no but for me it's it's not perfection for him but it is a it is a 9 out of 10 for me for lewis, okay yourself
1: um i'd i would uh, i i Eight okay. Eight, eight on the basis that um, he's got his uh, outside politics. um is bugging at the moment. Um, yeah, some sort of funky hairdo for some sort of Caribbean thing. Of uh, hungry didn't go down well at all, um, and uh, just seems to be, in my opinion, showing a bit of a a, a deep, um still.
0: Okay. Okay,
1: uh, um, eight, I think, still generous.
0: Oh, 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 other Mercedes driver, then we've got Nico, Nico Rosberg. I'm gonna give a oh, you see, I'm gonna give him a six, and that sounds really harsh, doesn't it? It's not to no, I
1: I say six as well
0: because he's got the best car last year. He got pole positions galore. He hasn't, he hasn't, no, has he had a pole this year? I don't think he has, has he. Uh, maybe I think Spain. he has had a pole. Spain, I think he had a pole where he won. Yeah, yeah, but okay, he's got. He's had one problem. He's had the best car. He couldn't. He couldn't fight for victory in, for example, Hungary, for example, Hungary. And the wins he has, he has had. for example, up in in Austria, he, he was very good. He he passed Lewis on the, on that first lap. And but, but yeah. They've just been very average wins. He's done nothing special this season in the best car. And he's further away from Lewis than he was at this point last year, bearing in mind it, it was bad luck. But you felt last year he was a much closer match to Lewis. Now there's a bigger yeah. gulf between them.
1: Do you know what? I can't really say much more to that. Yeah. Uh, that's why he's got a six, because um, he's you know had the odd couple of wins, but he's nowhere been near as close. You would n- we're still talking about Grand Prix, where you're not sitting going... Which McLeod, which Mercedes is going to win this race? It no. will generally always be Lewis will win this, yeah. Out of the two,
0: yeah. Sad, really, but true. Um, yeah, so on to Ferrari, your team. I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first, Alex oh, Sebastian thanks. Vettel. Ten. Ferrari, <laughs> um, why, why, why the ten, Alex?
1: Mm, oh, I don't know. Um, it's difficult because. Fernando Alonso's comments which was made a couple of months ago, which is basically Ferrari have not improved at all this season um, because they're still the same uh, time uh, distance away from Mercedes, is what he said. Yes. So by him leaving the team has made no difference at all and they're still, let's say, I don't know, three quarters of a second slower. Right. uh, Which kind of... I don't know if that's just pure jealousy or whether or not he's actually speaking the truth in that. I, I can't. I don't see Ferrari being worse or the same as last year. I would. So if we're talking, if we're talking Se, uh, Sebastian Vettel, he's acclimatized very well to Ferrari, and I would give him an eight out of ten.
0: Oh, so I was going to give him a nine. Oh really because it's one mistake he made he's made one big mistake that was at Bahrain pretty yeah. stupid really yeah. yeah but other than that i think i think at times he's i don't i don't think he's as good as michael schumacher and and kimi raikkonen is closer to vettel than uh, he was to alonso but I, part of that could have been down to the car but i think he's i don't think what more could you have asked of sebastian vettel at this point this year really I don't think you could have asked anything. I think he's done the yeah. absolute maximum he could have done. Given
1: You're showing road me road. up. You're showing me up. Maybe nine was... I mean, yeah. I'd, I've made my bed. Uh, I've said an eight. Um, well,
0: we well, both given... I mean, you gave Lewis an eight, and he's the leader of the championship, so he's equal with the championship leader. Mm. Maybe
1: it's just difficult to please me.
0: It, yeah, well, there you go. It, I, I can assure you it is, boys and girls. Um, so, Kimi Raikkonen. Uh...
1: Oh. That's a difficult one. I'd probably go with a... Do you know what? I'm still... I'm probably thinking six.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking...
1: Five or six.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm going with six. I'm thinking you can pretty much copy and paste what we thought about Rosberg and put it onto Raikkonen.
1: Yeah. Expect more. Um, Except for me, Rosberg was a lot better last season. Tailing off this season, last and this is with Kimmy's kind of he's pretty bad last season. This season he's sort of given this potential that you think he might be able to do something, and just not delivered. Yes. Yeah. Um, and and uh, there's not a huge amount I can say about him on the basis that he's just been average. Average. Yeah. Okay, poor, I don't think he would have finished second in Hungary. Uh but he's just been he's just been average.
0: Yeah, it, it, it kind of reminds me of like almost so he's kind of doing the job that probably Eddie Irvine would have done. You know, he's there yeah, 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 yeah. he might get the odd he might get the odd podium. He's not really come close to beating Sebastian Vettel but has occasionally matched his pace. Yeah. Yeah. So um Oh, there you go. Um, onwards to our 3rd place team, Williams. Uh, Valtteri Bottas.
1: Ooh. Uh, I think would probably go with a seven.
0: Okay, seven.
1: Because I would not rate him the same as Vettel. Uh, Bottas. Uh, but then I think, unfortunately for me, it's the car that seems to be bringing down... Bottas' mark I think it's very difficult because the car's very inconsistent depending on the track so I don't think I can put it up with the same uh, figures as Lewis and, and, and Vettel
0: OK yeah I think I said it was quite fair um, really uh, uh, bearing in mind um, come the end of the season if he I imagine it's probably going to be, you know, if he does the same, it might well be an eight out of ten we're giving him coming into the season. Yeah. Because if if he matches how well he's done, you know, the first half, I think I think he's he has done he has done a really really good job. But then again, there are times, for example, when, when Williams finishes in Hungary and really bad and really bad at Monaco, where you kind of feel that yeah, it is a bad car, it's not very good, but you do question where has he, you know, where on a track where he could make a difference maybe because the car is difficult he hasn't really been that much better than Felipe Massa at those points
1: yeah um, he's got room to improve
0: that's why I kind of left it yeah at I, that okay so felipe massa uh i think you've got to look at these la- i mean these last 2 years he's probably been one of the most improved drivers when you compare his last couple of years at ferrari
1: i think he's done a lot better this year than he did last year at williams
0: he's a, he's given bottas a much harder time isn't he
1: yeah um, well, I'd probably put him actually at a seven as well.
0: I I think yeah I th- I think for race pace throughout the season I think when you look at pace qualify and, and overall you they that I do think they're very close to each other. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Um. I mean. Um. Even though Bottas, yes, he is leading. He's he's fourth, isn't he, in the championship? But still, um, I do think in terms of pace they are quite. They are a lot closer than they were last year, and, and I think Massa is proving the fact that he's definitely staying in that Williams team for next year. It would be a mistake for Williams to get rid of him.
1: Yeah, they're they're, they're keeping each other honest, and I think you need Massa for the experience there. Uh, but yeah, seven seven is seven. I think is pretty fair, and I suspect if I'm being honest, it will stay probably about a, a seven for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, you are right. Yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, but then again, you can't help but feel that Williams have the potential to surprise us. They have the potential to potentially win a race this year. I mean, when you look at Silverson, had it stayed dry. Um, it's a case of, they're going to have to, though, go out on a limb to try and win it and take a risk, which is something they have not done the last couple of years. Okay. Um, yeah, so basically, that, that's, that's basically Williams done. On to, uh, I guess, Red Bull. Um, Danny Ricciardo... Hmm. Uh, and
1: uh, what do you think of Danny Ricardo Out of ten. Uh, um, that's difficult, actually. Um. Again, he's, the car's hiding a lot. Oh. I'd. Let I, I let's go. Let's go. Controversially, I'm
0: going to go six. So I was, I was, going, I was going to go seven. I, I think he's he's shown he's better than Kivi Still. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no oh, doubt about that. I
0: feel, and he's he's racing. He's racing a, a difficult car. But once again, it's really. I mean, like this time last year, you know, after the Hungarian Grand Prix, after his second victory, we probably would be giving him eight for 9s would wouldn't we? Um, potentially. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think, yeah, I think that, they c- like when we get to ma- the Mauritius, the car is the problem. Uh, it's it's masking, and it's quite an inconsistent car as well. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I, just, I just, I can't, I can't quite, he, he's very inconsistent. Again, that's probably maybe down to the car, and because of that, I, I find it difficult to commit to a decent score. Um, Based on that, but I unfortunately I, I'm don't, I'm giving the score on the basis that I don't see a world champion.
0: Oh, harsh! Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I do. I do. I, I think I think he is given 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 the right team. Um, but I guess only time will tell. Um, I'm more confident on him being a champion than I am Verstappen. But there. But yeah. Um, but there you go. To, I mean, I mean, talking about Tor Rosso, one Tor Rosso person that's now been promoted, Danny Kvyat. Uh, I'm gonna say I want to say a five. Uh, Very. uh, Hello.
1: It must be your end.
0: It's got to be my end. It's got to be my end. I don't know what's going on today. I think with with what happened with the power cut, my PlayStation restarted, and I know for a fact he started downloading the patch. Which, oh okay. Which, which, which might, I've, I've now unplugged it for now. Oh okay. Um, I th- yeah, because I think the Witcher patch came live. Because you know, um, last when I played last night, um, it, it's per added added to uh, downloads. I stopped it because uh, uh, I, I was a Destiny. Okay. Anyway, we were saying Daniel K- Daniel Kivyat got a five for got a five from me. Uh, because no, he's average.
1: No, he, I got I gave Daniel Kiviat a f- oh you said sorry yeah yeah I thought you were talking about Ricardo Kibbiat a five.
0: Uh, happy
1: with five. I was going to say four and a half.
0: Oh, that's really hard because I, I, for me, he's been average. He's not. He's done nothing special, but he's done nothing really bad. To say he does, to say he should be out of Formula One, he's not. He's not
1: good no, right no, 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 no. But but I'll, after if if we'd made these scores before Hungary, yep. okay, tell me when he's done something that you've thought, wow.
0: That's the thing. He hasn't. Yeah, you're right. He hasn't, which is why I want to give him a five because he's done nothing special, but he's done nothing particularly bad. He's he's just he's kind of like just there as a like a, but, an Olivier Panisiano truly would be.
1: But but how many? This the sad thing is how many drivers mm. in Formula One. If you were to put a team together, how many driver combinations would you have before you actually picked him?
0: Uh, probably a good maybe. I don't know. Two thirds of the grid, possibly, because I'd, oh. p- I'd even pick someone like Will, Will Stevens over him. I know that's a bit risky.
1: Would but... you pick Perez over him? Oh, yeah. I know, I know that's bitter because of the whole McLaren connection that you had. To I, I probably would. I
0: would probably see him on the same level, but for me, Perez is a known quantity. Given a decent car, he can he can do a good job. He's a bit inconsistent, but from he's a, he's a more of a known quantity, I think, than Kvyat is. Yeah. Yeah. I probably would pick Perez over him. If I'm okay. Okay. So, so we
1: went, so we've cleared Red Bull.
0: Yeah, Toro Rosso then I guess. Uh, uh, we've got Max Verstappen and Carlos Sainz. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give them both sixes. And, uh, you know, do them at the same time. No pun intended. Both sixes. They, they've done well, but they haven't, Neither of them have set, the, have set the world alight. All the hype is behind Max Verstappen. But we know when both of them are having a good weekend, they're very, very close to each other.
1: I agree. Um, I think I've seen more mistakes in Max than having Carlos. Well, there was I think,
0: that big one at Monaco, wasn't there?
1: Yeah, there was the big one in Monaco. He then lost it at Silverstone. If you were cool, you should remember you were there.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And a very amateur move, wasn't it? Yeah. That really was Rookie Hour.
1: Yeah. Um, And everyone called it that. Yeah, Um, I'm going to
0: give him a five. Controversially, you're right. I'm I'm going to go back and I'm going to give him a five now. You reminded me about Phil's You've given him
1: his chocolate cake and you've taken it away. I'm
0: sorry. I know, not very professional of me, but there you go. He's getting a five.
1: You'll have his dad on the phone.
0: Yes, Yes, you're the boss. Yeah. Who, who I'd give a two. No, I'm joking. Um, but there you go. <laughs> if going we went off. back
1: to the 1994, five season.
0: Well, he he was Captain Gravel Trap, wasn't he, really? But there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I remember in 97 as well, he went off in the first round. Oh, my. Whoa, that's Josper Stappen going off. And yeah. Murray's voice. And that was quite, that's quite a common sentence, unfortunately, as well. Uh fantastic. I but there you go. Jos Verstappen or Pedro Diniz, who's better? Uh
1: Pedro <laughs> Diniz. Oh,
0: no. oh, that's far. <laughs> but oh well, fair enough. There you go. i um, um, moving on, moving on. We've got uh that, that's Toro Rosso done. Um I guess Force India next. Uh Hulkenberg and Perez.
1: Uh, uh, see, I was going to give Hulkenberg an extra point just for winning the Le Mans.
0: <laughs> well, that didn't have, did, that did himself no harm, did it?
1: Yeah, uh, we all know that the Force India is a bit of a difficult car at the beginning of the season. It seems to have kicked up a bit, but it's still not quite there. Perez has been sort of nowhere. I'd probably give Perez five. Yep. And Hulkenberg which is just just going to get one more. He's going to go into uh, with six.
0: I can't, yeah. I mean, they've been average. They've done, yeah, they've done what you kind of expected for India to do, haven't they, really? I think you're right about that. Yeah. Uh, like Intimating that. Yeah, they've done, yeah, nothing special. Yeah, I think six and five, I completely agree. Um, On to, uh, should we we go with McLaren? Go on, then. Uh, For me, they're both getting sixes. Um, They've done nothing special. Neither of them has really been the dominant guy. Uh, you know, they, they've out-qualified each other a number of times, they've out- raced each other a, a, a couple of times, mainly because that car's so crap. But how can we really judge that both McLaren drivers? Because I think, uh, you, know, you know, you could argue they both should be given tens for driving that Peter crap car and still and, and still saying such positive things in the media. But there you go.
1: Yeah. Is this, is this like top trumps then with McLaren? It's like talking to the press about uh, yeah. crap. And saying how good the car is, 10 out of 10.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's one of those cards where you think, it's not a bad car to have. If I have control of the game, I'm probably going to win this because it's yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. see yeah. what you mean, though. You're very good. Very, yeah, very talking,
1: good. T- yeah, talking crap to the press and making them believe that you're driving a good car, 10 out of 10. Um, performance on the track, 1 out of 10. Um Saying that Ferrari actually are not any better than they were last year, and how you don't regret move, remove, uh moving from Ferrari to McLaren, uh, one out of ten.
0: Yeah, that, that that is quite a wordy section for a top trunk card, I think. But carry
1: on. Yeah, well, you would. Yeah, you'd. Yeah, you need a piece of A3 for that. Um, oh, do you know
0: what? Yeah, I'm going to give both of them fives. Okay, that's it. Well, because they kind of done. You can't really judge well, what they've done with that.
1: I don't think they're any better than Toro Rosso in exactly. regards to drivers.
0: Oh, what I, do you think, that?
1: I think. I think. I think. And what annoy? I say, unfortunately, sorry to say, but what annoys me is um, their press releases uh, and things like that, and that's what lowers the score for me.
0: Well, what annoys me about Bat McLaren and it's something they've done the last two or three years. Um, is they've always how many times have we had it where they've had we've got a new piece coming on here and it's going to be faster ron dennis comes out and says yes we'll be gunning for podiums by the end of the year and, and you're thinking that's lovely where the hell are you getting that information from though yeah they, they do it all they, they've done it a lot haven't they
1: yeah the, yeah there is you know there's so much potential we're nearly there and then come the race
0: they they retire um you know, or they don't yeah. make you, they, don't, they don't make. They don't get through the first qualifying session. Yeah. Um, although
1: to be honest, uh, it, it's Button. I think's a bit more vocal about how bad it is than Fernando was. Fernando's just trying to tell everyone that he doesn't regret moving from Ferrari. But Button doesn't have that problem. He's always been there. But Fernando's got to keep telling everyone that he doesn't regret it. So of course, the only way you can say you don't regret it is by bigging up a team that you're
0: in. Would you would you respect him more for saying yeah, bad time? Yeah, maybe you, you know Ferrari winning. Fair play, fair play to them. Uh, I've got McLaren now. I, my my focus is on making this a winning team. If he said something like that, would that have given you more respect? Or?
1: Yeah, just keeping your gob shut.
0: <laughs> no, nah, but this is the man that you were in love with. Come 2010, almost. almost.
1: Yeah, but I don't, I just, I just don't, I don't know, I just don't think there's there's a time and a place. You know, this isn't um, Alonso moving from, I don't know, Williams to, or Force India to McLaren going, well, look at them actually, you know, they're, they're struggling a bit and I'm going to Honda where I think there's potential. We're talking a team which is actually winning races, yes, and
0: you're they are. still
1: basically saying when, how yeah you don't regret moving.
0: Well, and when they're not winning races, they're very much they're quite often at the weekend the second best team. Yeah, which were which I mean I, you can't help but feel even even McLaren were start, starting to arguably the a better car come the end of last year than than the Ferrari was. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, which is. Not particularly. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Absolutely. Um, uh, two teams left: Sauber, Eriksson, and oh god, bloody hell, I forgot.
1: Nasser.
0: And uh, yes, sorry, or Nasser,
1: sorry. depending on how you pronounce it. Yes.
0: Uh, I'm going to give them both. I'm going to give them both fives. I know that's half, but kind of a bit like almost a bit like the Force India McLaren debate. Um, they've both been solid. They have both had good. Good results, and they both—they both had not particularly good results. Pretty much down to the car, but there you go.
1: NASA five, Ericsson four.
0: Oh, why? Why Ericsson four? What's he done? Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, what other than uh, other than think... st- steal someone's seat at the beginning
1: steal... of the year? Oh yeah, we were... Oh god, yeah. NASA gets the five because the Australian result, but Ericsson has just been nowhere really this season he's not
0: he's just filling the other seat essentially
1: yeah yeah so so he's
0: the Jos Verstappen to Michael Schumacher's Benetton in 94
1: yeah you could say that yeah or uh, Ericsson is to Damon Hill was to Pedro Diniz when they were both at Arrows
0: (laughs) right yeah (laughs) I like Damon Hill someone asked him Oh, that man should be a two-time world champion, but but I don't I don't want to but talk to you because the doctor said to me uh, that, that that bringing up subjects like that is not helpful for your amnesia. So
1: no, no.
0: There, there you go. Nineteen ninety-four was it? Was it, Was a good year for me? Anyway, in general, I feel um, obviously not for Formula One, with uh, obviously the passing of Aston Senna, and the, I think the way. Never mind. Anyway, moving on. Um, mm. So, uh, Mauritia Will Stevens. And Roberto Merry. Will Stevens gets a six. Roberto Merry gets
1: a four. I'd probably I'd probably say about I'd say about that, yeah. I think Will Stevens has generally been better. But um, sometimes
0: by over a second it's
1: yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, they're average, but then like everything it's so difficult to tell what what they're capable of. Mary seems to do well in other formulas,
0: mm.
1: but come Formula One, seems to struggle a bit.
0: Yeah. So, well, there you go. I mean, that's our, that's our halftime report. Agree with it, or not, if you don't want to. There we go. Onwards to it, any news? Uh, any news? Any news? Other than McLaren saying they'll be fast in Belgium. No. Um, is there? Is there? Uh, there's not really any big news, really. Is there massive stuff? Other than poor Jensen Button uh, getting gassed potentially.
1: Yeah. In France. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well. Um, right. So uh, oh, let's wow. see. Let's see what. Let's see what we have. So. We, we could talk about the start, the F1 survey that came out, the results yes. of that. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll whip through these. Uh, feel free to uh, jump in. So Hamilton is the favourite driver. Understandably. Ferrari is the favourite team. Okay. Belgium is the favourite track. What's
0: the... What? Yeah, Belgium. Yeah, I can't. I can Was well, Suzuka and Silverstone in the top four or five? I mean, were the were the were the, were the, the top tracks were pretty much your standard Formula One tracks that haven't been ruined by Herman Tilk.
1: Yeah, and that have been around for years. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will Google that now. Talk about um, knowing what you're going to talk about. Let me. Uh, well,
0: let me have a quick look I mean you've got Malaysia I don't know if he had a hand in the new Hockenheim I think he did
1: uh, driver survey let me see if I can find um, I want to see if I can find the uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to find it that's
0: right.
1: so um I do apologise um, right uh that's not an interesting fact Um 43% do not want to pay for F1 coverage.
0: That is, and that, well, that's nearly, that's well, obviously that's nearly half. That's quite interesting, isn't it? That is a massive, put it this way, Alex, if 43% of the audience switched off F1, right? Yeah. And I know that, you know, um, that, they would know Bernie would notice that very quickly and almost overnight, wouldn't he?
1: Yeah. But what what's the difference? What I don't understand is football is pretty much all, pr- uh, paid football, isn't it? Pre-pay, yes. yeah? Like, through Sky Sports, etc. But
0: we're not used to have Formula One has been free up until Sky, uh, Sky Sports.
1: Yeah, that's, I think, where the problem lies, isn't it? Since, sort of, Sky Sports turned up...
0: But there, um, is an, there is another caveat to that. Yeah, and I know we got to pay a lot, but Formula One is a worldwide... Uh, Advertise itself as a worldwide sport where football the premiership is not. It is watched worldwide, but it 's not a worldwide sport. I mean the World Cup is for yeah. example uh, the Olympics are, and the Olympics and, form- and the Olympics and the World Cup are probably the two big sporting events that I think on a global audience scale are bigger than Formula One, but Formula One happens e- every year yeah um, and that's why I think a lot of people feel that it should be on free TV and, I, and I, I'm inclined to agree. That I think it should be live on free TV, um, but I think the coverage Sky gives is absolutely fantastic, and I do think, to a certain extent, I, I think I think if that channel, I, I get it anyway. But if that channel was ten ten pound a month, or even up to fifteen, but probably ten, I would urge everyone as an F one fan, if they can afford it, to to buy it a month.
1: Yeah, time. it's just the in depth sort of knowledge and in depth coverage that. It just opens you up to a lot more of the uh, of of the world of Formula One. I think
0: it it does. Yeah, and they got the F one show. They got the midweek report. And like the F one show last week was they did their mid mid you know half term mid season report. And they had all the journalists and a lot. You know they have interesting things to say if you want to watch it. Their their coverage is longer um, as well. And when you go back on you know the catch up, they've got highlights of every race this year, which something which BBC doesn't obviously do. Yeah. Um, and 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 they do do you know they do the F one Legends show which which some of it is 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 very it's almost a, a fiction uh, if anyone's seen the Eddie Irvine one but yeah. moving on um, but yeah which is good. and they have our old races as well which is good sometimes
1: exactly um, and then really just to top it off in brief um, fans want the return of refueling do you um, I can. I can see it from a fan's point of view that that you've got that potential, haven't you, for a, a, a go mess-up yeah. you know, going wrong and your team being able to jump uh, another team because they've messed up on the refueling. Um, you'd also then find the cars would probably run quick, quicker because they wouldn't have as much fuel in the fuel tank. Personally, I don't really think it bothers me either way. I'm not. I'm not. A for or against, really.
0: OK, I mean, I think it, it will be interesting. It'll be, it'll be, with the current tyres we've got, if you had the Pirelli tyres, for example, two years ago that fell apart a lot, and refuelling, that could make strategy really, really interesting. I yeah. Think. But, yeah, um, it, I, I think more to, I think the reason why a lot of people take that is because you're absolutely right. It is one of those things that uh, that we've seen races won and lost because of a, a refuelling problem. Yeah. So.
1: so that's the staff survey. Uh, so let's have a quick look. So, um, this one, uh, well, rumor has it, although McLaren have denied it in the last couple of days, that Van Dorm is to replace Jensen Button next season, uh, and the announcement will come in Spa.
0: See, yeah, I saw that. I saw that on, on, on the Twitter feed. I think that would be a ridiculously stupid decision. Bearing in mind that, uh, and I, I think I've mentioned it before, you've got Alonso and Button, you know, potentially other than maybe Hamilton and, and to a certain extent Vettel, two of the most marketable drivers worldwide. When you are McLaren Honda, you don't have a main sponsor, your car's not very good, you've got two drivers that are experienced and potentially, you know, you, you will vitally need this year and next year in developing that car. Putting a new guy in there with not that much experience, no matter how good he is, I yeah. think will be a mistake, and I think you're much better off having Van repl- having Van Dorn being replaced as a test driver next year, and then having him uh, potentially if Button chooses to retire, which I think he's more you know may well do after 2016, having him replace Button and having him and Alonso. That's yeah. what I think is the best thing for McLaren, not because I'm a Button fan. But I think from a set, you know from a common sense point of view. I don't know about you.
1: Yeah, uh, generally, I was quite surprised to think that they would potentially uh want to uh announce it so so early on normally for mclaren we're used to getting driver announcements in the winter aren't we
0: well uh, well yeah <laughs> what was it last year was it a week before the first race almost wasn't it for jensen button being announced yeah but yeah, they, 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 yeah. Are, are very, I mean, I mean, normally it's headline news when they obviously announce. But yeah, it has been. It's normally very late, and it, be, it will be. I think almost. It was really early, but Ron Dennis even said at the British Grand Prix, our drivers next year are Button and Alonso. Yeah. So either I mean that just goes to show if they do sign vandal well, Ron Dennis, you are a liar.
1: Hmm. So. Mm. Another controversial uh, decision by Ron.
0: Well, yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't showered himself in praise through no, potentially through no fault of his own since he's taken McLaren over. They've, they've had their worst years for years, four years, mm. um, which, which can't be particularly good.
1: No. Uh, and then the last bit of information or news was an article that I published, uh, that was published uh, today, which will make you laugh. Yeah. The title reads, Maldonado, I deserve to have a long F1 career. Now, I'll pick up some of the things that he said to this. That almost
0: looks like a forum post from a Maldonado fan, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: except this has come from a press interview that he's had with uh, someone. Um, I'll pick out the bits that he said. Um, So, when asked about his image, uh, Maldonado answered, In F1 these days, it is not easy to find news. It is practically always the same drivers in 1st and 2nd, 3rd as well. It's not like 10, 15 years ago when there were more battles and therefore more news. So it means the journalists are seeking news where there is none. So he's referring to the fact that they're making him look bad um, because they've got nothing else to write about.
0: Yeah, when you get three penalties in one race. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, He goes on to mention about the sponsorship from the Venezuela-owned oil company. And he said, basically, here it says, it was not just me that was supported by them, but a group of Venezuelans, um, much like when Red Bull does it with its driver development program. Um, uh, at first, it was a huge pressure being the pay driver, but I've learned to live with it because it is not just any driver who can win an F1 race without having the best car. Uh, but boring. Today, I still feel undervalued in F1. Wow. But only because I have not had a car that allows me to show my talent.
0: But I, I, I've no doubt that this guy can potentially, you know, on his day, he's proven in the Williams. He he has won a race, mm. but uh, he won a race, and then you look at the rest, and then the rest of the season, he never came close. And you, you know, and it's like that, like that. He'll have that one good day, but then he'll cost the team millions in crashes and all the other like ten or eleven races until he has that one good day again. You know?
1: Yeah. Um, there are drivers who do not deserve to be in F1, but I believe that I have demonstrated clearly that I deserve to have a long career. Um, then it goes on to say, "Maldonado's next step is currently unclear as Lotus chiefs are putting him under greater public pressure to perform." Are
0: um,
1: they? I don't know. He said when asked about the future, it's difficult to know if it is here or with another team. I hope it is here because we have a very good atmosphere and I feel very, very good with Lotus.
0: Do you think if he, if Lotus get rid of him or end up Renault, will he go to another team because of the money?
1: Uh, have Selba confirmed their driver line-up for next year? They have, haven't they?
0: I think they have, yeah. I think they said it's going to be the same. I, um, I, I think Force India said they would like the same driver line-up as well for next year, but they haven't. they have not confirmed it. I was getting confused between the two a second ago.
1: Yeah... I think Salba could do with the money. Yeah, no doubt. Marussia could clearly do with the money or yeah. Manor, um, but I think Salba have signed their drivers, so they won't go there. I don't believe Force India would want to do that. I don't no. think. Um, which to me would leave Manor. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, I, I think it will either if you get if, if he goes. It will be manner or nothing, I imagine. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, because the Haas team seems to be kind of sort not not sorted, but they have their own ideas and who they want. It seems.
1: Yeah, I don't think funding's too much of an issue for Haas.
0: No, no, definitely not. So, okay. yeah. Oh, there, there, there we go. There's. there's well, I guess that's the news then, as of uh, Monday the 10th of August. Anyway,
1: that is. Yeah, I know. But then they've shut down, haven't they, for the. Uh... For, this, for, for the next couple of weeks, so we are not getting a massive amount of news coming in.
0: No, but I thought what was nice, uh, I know, I, I, thought, I think we, uh, I mentioned it at the, uh, uh, after we recorded, unfortunately, uh, about obviously poor George Bianchi. I thought what was lovely was uh, the, uh, hung, uh, the Hungarian and Grand Prix, all the drivers, get, forming a circle around with their helmets and George, George, George's helmet in the middle.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Which I thought was lovely. And, mm. and unfortunately, it's the first death. Since uh, Aston Senna in in Formula One, yeah, it's slightly different circumstances, obviously, but yeah, and which is obviously very tragic, yeah. So, um, anyway, there we go from 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 that point from from that point of view. So, games F one we we we've played more we played more F one. It's twenty fifteen. It's not as broken as we thought.
1: No, it's not. Whether or not it's because I'd consumed maybe some alcohol previously to trying to drive, we have in the since our last podcast where, if I remember rightly, you absolutely slated the game um, quite badly. Um, We've done a couple of races. Couple? We've done.
0: I, don't, I, mean, I, I, could, I could. I think. Yeah. Pretty much. Getting near half dozen. I think in total. Um, yeah. We had that yeah. very short four race championship, which he won uh, uh, somewhat somewhat controversially. Uh, uh, turn one Malaysia, uh, turn two. Yeah. I, I, unfortunately, without watching the replay, I don't think either of us actually knew what the hell happened. No. 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 Um, but yeah, um, yeah, you, 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 you won that. Um, but we had that very entertaining race uh, in in Canada where. Flip a coin, if we do that race again, any, anyone could have won. It it came down to the, probably the last, what, 30 metres, didn't it?
1: Yes, In the chicane before the start-finish straight, where you took the lead only for me to retake it coming out of the chicane.
0: Yeah, because, uh, well, yeah, I think the way you placed your car, I didn't want a collision. I, I, had to, I took such an acute angle um, uh, going into that, you know, the first part of the chicane by turning right that you, you seem to get a lot more momentum coming out of the chicane, and that's ultimately how you won. Yeah, Baltimore, yeah,
1: so, yeah. Um, But we've had some uh, some races where we've been a bit all over the place. Uh, but overall, I think it's it without without a patch, we've actually managed to have some fairly good races.
0: Yeah, and, and they're they a bit somewhat entertaining. But unfortunately, um, uh, the the main the main thing about the game, the only thing that I think will keep me coming back to the game. It's going to be that multiplayer, Alex. It's not going to be the career mode, because there is nothing. It's not going to be any time trial mode. There are no other modes. There's no scenario mode. It really is a skeleton of a game with a skeleton-type multiplayer, um, and there's no co-op championship. So it it is really going to be the multiplayer that's going to keep me coming back, and because it's the only F1 game on the market, with a a licensed F1 game anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, I've currently got it in my PS4, and it's whenever I want to do a quick 25% 25% race. I just go for a quick race. I don't, I've not got a championship running or anything like that. And I like it's like with you, I just end up playing um, multiplayer with you.
0: Yeah, I will still say that I mean, the multiplayer together, the car handling is very nice, but overall, it's still the worst Codemasters F1 game they've released. Yes, um, no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think the only reason why I'm enjoying it is because I'm playing with you, Alex. I, I, th- I think that that re- had it not been for the multi- for the multiplayer and the fact that uh, you know um, we we have had some entertaining races, I wouldn't be playing this game at all at the moment now. So
1: no, no, you're right. Uh, we're still waiting for a patch update.
0: Um, it oh no, uh, no, for the
1: F1 oh, yeah. that, that should apparently clear up a lot of online stuff. Uh, there's no mention of when that will come out or anything like that.
0: Well, no, and the, the other frustrating thing, which I think a YouTuber m- m- mentioned, uh, there have been, they promised, the game's been out for getting near two months now, no updates on the car's performance, the way the cars look or anything. Well, uh, they did promise regular, wasn't it, regular updates. Yeah. Two months in, you'd like to think that at least have been maybe one, but no. Yeah. And there doesn't, there doesn't appear to be any news of an update before the Belgian Grand Prix, despite the three-week gap saying, you know, we're updating the speed of the cars here, we're a bit of an update on the tyres, some of the sponsors have changed, we're updating that.
1: Yeah, I expect a m- improvement in the McLaren, a uh, slight improvement in the Force India.
0: But uh, they haven't advertised that yet, have they? Like, that's what they're doing.
1: No, we, we know be. nothing.
0: No, I mean, come come the Belgian Grand Prix. You'd like to expect what, the the new Force India knows to at least be there.
1: Yeah, yeah, we know nothing about that. So, really, we can really say about F one.
0: Yeah. Really, That's Big game. It. But well, there you go. Um, but Project Cars Patch Three due to drop anytime soon. You were saying
1: 3.0 has gone. as currently being tested my understanding, and it will be hopefully out in the next couple of months, a couple of weeks. Um, Again, it's minor tweaks on things like cars, minor tweaks with um, penalty system uh, and all that stuff. But then we've got some other sort of big improvements, I believe on tire wear um, and the ability that you can see what tires you're on at the start of the race in the hud so you know if you're on intermediates oh, etc rather than thinking you might be on wets
0: yeah,
1: but, I, but some are saying that this patch might cure might well i'm hoping might actually be the patch that almost completes project cars
0: hopefully i, I mean there is i mean yeah we've still seen not a big not enough of a big difference like, what is it was it imola i, I still it was Raining fairly hard. It was definitely rain. It wasn't light rain. And I, I, and I still managed to, up until the last three or four laps, to be within four or five seconds of your lap time, despite the fact that you, you were on inters and you should be really passing me within one, one lap. Yeah. Um, you ended up catching me. But, I mean, I mean, I think on the last lap, it may have been about two, two three seconds a sector. But still, it, it wasn't realistic enough for something that prided itself on being a sim. The difference, no. And that I should not, I should not have been on slick tyres at that time.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, Uh, And then just just slightly on that subject, we still appear, possibly, to have the same issue in regards to, I don't know how you want to say it, being able to drive three or four laps in the rain, you make a mistake, go off, try to get back on the track and then you've got pretty much no grip whatsoever and your car just seems to want to just do donuts all the time.
0: Yeah, and I don't know why that is. It's almost like you touch something, and you're—I can only imagine uh, uh, somehow. And it doesn't really show on the HUD when you do it. The bug—it it almost seems like it either changes your tyres to slicks suddenly, or you your the tie, your temperature of your tyres goes in that split second. Yeah, it's—it's—I it's, don't know. That's what it feels like, though um yeah because i remember you you were you were doing it at donington to to my amusement but unfortunately um despite two or three fairly sizable patches later it still happens so yeah
1: there you go so yeah but uh yeah not a huge amount again to uh to really you know pick up from project cars from when we last spoke there hasn't been any patch but we hope that it will uh yeah, it'll bring something soon.
0: Yeah, still though, the best—I think one of the best racing games I've ever—I've—I I've played. So,
1: I still get a lot of enjoyment out of it.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely, and I can't—and I can't wait. We didn't really have any updates because GamesCon has just happened, um, in, in one of the biggest gaming uh, conventions in the world. Um, no real news on Lazeta Corsa or anything, unfortunately, on the console, mm. which they're still claiming is going to be uh, sometime next year.
1: Yeah. We're, but I we're we talking Project Cars.
0: No, Azetta Corsa.
1: Oh, sorry, Azetta Corsa. Uh, yeah, it's had the old press release, but nothing since.
0: No, unfortunately, no, scre- no screenshots or, or or video, unfortunately. No, but
1: and and the more or the less I hear about Project Cars, too, the better.
0: Yeah, so it really is a case of I can understand that it's in development. Uh, fair enough. That, I mean, there, there's a difference between. Them saying, "Yeah, we're also working on a Project Cars too," and announcing it on a big poster. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we all knew they probably were working on it, but then to, to announce it, it kind of makes now this is more important than Project Cars, and I yeah. think that's what annoyed. That's what annoyed a lot of people. Uh, I mean, that's one thing Sony have done very well uh, with. For example, they're still, you know, um, doing Gran Turismo Six content, which I think is brilliant. They've supported that game now. It's been two years, I think, since it's been out almost. Yeah. And and they're still supporting that game. I mean, you and I expected that kind of support with Project Cars, which we are getting. But that yeah, I said any news of Project Cars too? Don't want to know.
1: Yeah, it's very Project Cars is still very hit and miss with regards to kind of how they're treating their customers. We're still lacking on free cars. Mm. Seems to still be a bit all over the place with the free cars. Um, The DLC we've had uh, one track expansion. Which even then wasn't the best one in the world.
0: Well, it was a track that I'm sure there's a, there's a, there's going to be fans that love that track, but it was a track that I think the uh, the majority of fans weren't weren't even asking for, especially when they on their website they had you, you know quite openly what tracks do you want etc. Yeah, that track didn't even feature in any in any top ten of yeah. anything, unfortunately. Even though people have said it, it is a nice track, but the fact that okay maybe that that DLC should have maybe happened like a year and a half down the road once they've got like once you've got maybe your old Hockenheim or once you've got your a1 ring or whatever you know and that and that unfortunately hasn't happened maybe it's licensing reasons. maybe it's money I don't know Alex but there you go yeah
1: yes well all I can say is um, I don't know about our next podcast probably we'll get nothing I would like to think a new f1 a new f1 uh, patch would be good
0: i'd like to think by the italian grand prix both project cars 3.0 and the new f1 patch would have come out by yeah day. yeah so. but yeah that's all until obviously uh, uh, join us for our preview for the uh, belgian grand prix um which which will probably drop before hopefully before the belgian grand prix because that would make the most sense uh and uh, that that's pretty much a wrap unless you've got anything to say specifically my f- ferrari fan friend other than a
1: big thank you to everyone who listens, I uh, know oh, it's only because it's getting quite late and I'm feeling sort of in that sort of mood. I'm just feeling the love.
0: There you go. Thank you. Yes, thank you for listening. You're yeah. the reason why we do it. We like having said that, Alex. I think at work or whatever, we'll probably have a similar conversation anyway. It's just we do. a tiny bit more structured, in exactly.
1: The yeah, exactly.
0: But there you go. Thanks for Formula One.
1: Yes, and Thanks we'll see listening. you again for the build up to the Belgium Grand Prix next week.
0: Yes, see you then. See you later. Mark Webber has food poisoning and goes beyond the call of duty. Going to retirement. Coming in, vomiting. I've got to drive. Understood. Box, box, box. I'll try and stay it, mate. I am, I, am, I, am, I am eating in a car, but. I'll I go.